Oh. Now, we have a mission. A very interesting and strange mission. So, some of the Beforeshem Mishnah want to make a point, which is a very powerful point. When did Rabbi Haninus Kohanim live? He lived at the times of the Chorban. Who was ruling Eretz Yisrael at the times of the Chorban? Rome. So, now, of course, Rome was persecuting Claudius Yisrael to an unbelievable degree. Till it ended up that they destroyed the base of Mikdash. So what does Rabbi Hanina Iskana tell us about the Roman government at the times of Horban? Have you missed Paul B'Shlomo Shalmalchus? Got to Davin. Why? In case you don't understand this, just see what happened to the United States this past summer. Shilmoli Moro'o, if people didn't fear the government, Ish Ezrayehu Chaim below. Everyone can see. Eat up everybody else. Now, so, this past summer in the United States, when they wanted to replace a group of people, little, wanted to replace the police by, instead of police, we have to have um, social workers. To explain to people, <laughs> this, this is not the way to protect. You must have been beaten up when you were a little child, reacting negatively to authority figures, etc., Okay. So, what does Rebchanine Eskana call him? And the power of his message is who's saying it, at what time of history is he saying it? He's saying, he's talking about the Roman government who was in charge of everything then, right? At a time that they're persecuting Claudius. He says, wait a second, there's another aspect of the Roman government that's happening here. If there would be no Roman government right now and life would be hefty, you would defund the Roman government or whatever other nonsense it is. Society fall apart. He's saying that, yes. See, people like to believe there's no such thing as a Yetzirah in this world. If you... If you have idea, Geneva, that's because you have to understand it's this, my childhood wasn't this. There's all sorts of liberal nonsense. We have a young man here from California where it's. <laughs> the capital of liberal nonsense. We don't have anyone here from Oregon, okay? <laughs> so I'm not sure there's heavy competition. <laughs> So, that's exactly what this mission says. There's such a thing called the Gates of Horror in this world. People steal, the Gates are in this world. People murder, there's the Gates are in this world. And for society to function, and 
for in order for us to be able to keep Torah and mitzvahs, society has to function. And without mora, without fear, society will not function. That means that's the simple. But something goes much, much deeper, and it goes back to a story at the end of Parshas Bereshis, beginning of Parshas Noah. That is another thing to do with our screwball crazy society today. When I was looking at what was happening in Portland, Oregon, that was or or in Minnesota or all the different places and in Georgia, after whatever, all the different places. Uh, first thing that came to mind was obvious this mission. Something else came to mind. Something that took me a long while to really understand. The story of the Dora Marble. Dora Marble, so, it begins the Pop Sukkim telling us about unlimited taifa. Unlimited taifa. Unlimited taifa. So it describes it in different levels. First, and the words, the very important words, they may call Whatever they wanted and whatever they chose. Now, call so what does Rashi say there? It began Eshesish, Mishka Zoch, Mishka Behem. A certain Seder Hadvara. Okay. It begins to the poor success after Noah comes out of Teva. HaKadosh Baruch who created a man the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Har. And never forget that, the Torah says. And that is going to be a perpetual part of the human being, at least until Mashiach comes. Yetzir Leib HaOdom Ramen Uroth. Now, and uh, my job is... What's going to control my life? The Yetzir Tov or the Yetzir Tov? The Yetzir Tov. Now, and this Taifa there. The question is, to what degree Taifa controls me, what degree Taifa doesn't control me? After the mob, after the Chet of Odomarishim, which is based on Taifa Lashem Taifa, Life became very difficult in the world. Life became very difficult in the world. And as human beings kept going down, so life became more difficult. No tshuva. Then finally the Medrash says, Kodesh Baruch says, before I destroy this world, maybe they can't deal with an Asayan Ka'on. I'm going to bring unbelievable Ashiras to the world. 
and see maybe then people turn around. So what had happened as a result of that Ashivas? They went berserk with Taiva. Went berserk with Taiva. Went berserk with Taiva. Going berserk with Taiva, you first do it within the Mutter. But there's a limit. But then, once you berserk with Taiva, so that you go from the Mutter to the Osa. Then you go from the Osa, but when you can't get enough Taiva there in the Osa, so you go to the unnatural. And once that is, then you go to the absolutely unnatural Mishkebehem. Society hasn't quite got yet, they're beginning to get there. But then, on that alone, HaKadosh Baruch was not going to destroy the world. Not alone, HaKadosh Baruch was not going to destroy the world. So, they began stealing. And the amount of Gneva got out of control. And society just fell apart. Not a good It's finished. But in today's world, no. It's supposed to be, you know, Taiva is Taiva as long as it doesn't impact another human being, etc. Whatever. So how does it end up in all the wild Gnevis and everything that's happening? The answer is as follows. That's this mission. The moment Taiva takes control, people lose the sense that there are authority figures in this world. There's a, there's a sense of authority in this world. And that is why the Torah do not believe ultimately with the idea of a melech. There are authority figures in this world. Authority figures means authority figures. And what does the Pasuk say when Avram Avinu was talking to Avi Melech? Now, wait one second. What does that mean? Avimelech is coming to Avram Avinu with morality, with justice, with honesty. And what does Avram Avinu say? No, there's no Yerushalayim here. I'm going to get killed. The answer is very simple. The Torah is based that is in ultimate authority. HaKadosh Baruch In our davening on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, we say, "V'chol ma'aminim shehu levado hu, ha'mamlich malochim v'lo ha'maluchach." So, Marami Rutenberg has an unbelievable pshat in Gemara and Kedushin. Ha'melech shemochol kvodo en kvodo mochol shenema somtosa malochem melech. There has to be fear of the king. And you can't say, no, I'm a mocha. No. Says the Maram Ramotenberg. Why? Because the is the mamlich malochim, Any authority figure, Alpidin, has to remember the ultimate of, I just represent HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he's the ultimate authority figure. If you don't believe in our college, so the king is the authority figure. He makes the rules. How does he make the rules? Whatever he wants. And I often think if someone had walked down the street in Berlin in 1943 and one German had shot another German, they would have pulled him into court. Murder is not. 
You can't kill a human being. But wait a second. Jews, they don't just they don't happen to be human beings. We redefine what it is. What do you think? One German can murder another German in Berlin in 1943? No. It's a law-abiding society. Except they just changed the rules. Jews don't happen to be human. That's all. And therefore, when you can't kill a human being, it doesn't apply to Jew. So you can kill six million Jews. If the authority... So, the, so what happens? What happens? That's exactly what Avraham Avinu says. You make the laws. So if you decide you want to marry my wife, okay, in your world, Ashish is wrong, okay. So you redefine the rules of Ritzicha. And once we redefine the world, the word of Ritzicha, so I'll become a victim. He'll get rid of me. How? Because, no, murder will be forbidden, but we'll sort of redefine it, like they do nowadays. Okay, it used to be that to kill a serial murderer was, was all right because he's, he's a murderer. To kill an unborn child who's viable, who could be born, that would be murder. To kill a, a dying patient would be murder. Okay, today everything is reversed. To kill a serial murderer is axorious. You're not allowed to do that. To kill, to do an abortion, even on an eighth-month child, is a mitzvah. To do, to kill a dying patient now is a mitzvah. Okay. Why? You make, you make the rules, so you define what is ritzich and what's not ritzich. It's up to you to define. What happened to Dora Mabel is a very, very simple thing. Once Tyra gets control of a human being, the only way it really works is there are no authority figures. There are no authority figures. So, you begin with a riot. The moment there are no authority figures, so reading what was happening this summer in the United States with all the looting. For instance, there was one extreme that happened. Portland, Oregon was a totally messed up city. They had all these riots, these free zones. Okay, what are the free zones that end up... No police, no authority figures. A free zone, no authority figures. Just love. Okay. Just love. Okay? So, the amount of Gnevis there and Ritzichas there were unbelievable. Why? The no authority figures. But there's the HR in this world. So, someone came in there with a MAGA baseball cap. Make it. Okay, in such an atmosphere, obviously, he ended up getting killed. And the people there began dancing around it, rejoicing, because after all, he's the evil people. We redefine Ritzicha. Now, if you belong to the wrong political party, it's all Ritzicha's Muslim. That's all one. Then, to show how twisted is the entire intellectual world, I saw an article by a professor of ethics in a university in the northeast of the United States, another twisted place, that um, why it really was morally all right to kill him. <laughs> if you are defining what morality is, it's, it's going to change all the time how you're going to want to do it. If there's no authority figure, society falls apart. Now, 
What's interesting? Chazal say, why is it that the Dora marble had to be destroyed and Dora Hafloga just was dispersed? Because of Geneva. When society falls apart, Hagarit Rahu gives up. That's it. They had a social network. They just had messed up ideas. So HaKadosh Baruch didn't destroy that society. Rabbi Hanan Yiskan HaKonim saying a very important idea. As much as we hate the Romans, as much as they ever show him Gemurim, but we have to remark on one thing. Without a strong authority figure, society will fall apart. Shemoli Moro'ah People were the only thing that controls people's Yetzirah. Is what? Fear. Fear. Ishis Rehu Chaim below. There's an interesting Rambam. Sefer Mitzvah. Very interesting Rambam. There is a mitzvah of Yeres Hashem. And there are two levels of Yeres Hashem. Yeres HaOnesh and Yeres HaRomalos. What Yeres HaOnesh is simple. I, if I do an Aveya, HaKash Baruch is going to punish me for it. Plain and simple. Yeres HaRomalos, when I begin thinking of the godless of HaKash Baruch And that he is who and what a Kaddish Baruch is, is a, and who I am as a puny little human being, you know, this awe crumbling me against him, I'm nothing. Avramavino Anochi, off of Eifer, Anitolas, Loish, nothing. Two types of hero. And the mitzvah of Yira encompasses both. But there is a chiyuv gomor on Yira's Amish. Even though the Rambam writes, I should serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ideally from Ava, Rambam Perak Yud Hilchus Shuvah. But every human being in the end of the day is mechuyuv to have Yira's Amish. Why? In the end of the day, this is this mission. Without understanding there's an authority figure and I have to pay for everything I do in this world, I, human beings fall apart and society falls apart. That is, and when people think you can build a society without an authority figure, the mission says, no, you can't. You're totally naive. You don't understand the ZHR in this world. Why not? Why do people don't want to understand? Because a society that's built around Taiva does not want to accept anything except something that will enable them to fulfill all their Taivas. And, the, and a, the idea of an authority figure says, you can't do what you want in this world. The first part of the Mishnah. It's a very important part of the Mishnah. And it was said by who? That's why it's Many Mepharshim make a strong point by Rabbi Hananias Garkonim about the Roman government at the time of the Chorban Beis Hamikdash. That means even though 
evil itself, but they want some positive function they were contributing. And because you always need that positive function to keep society functioning. That fear, if you do something wrong, you steal, you murder, you do, you violate, you pay for it. Now, let's... There are two things. Yeah. The idea of Moshe Vleitzim is a Gemara in Avodosar. And I think in today's world it'd be important to understand what... Is Moshe Vleitzim? Oh, it's Moshe Vleitzim. Big deal. No. So what does Ruchanan Yibin Trajan say? You're not allowed to be part of a Moshe Vleitzim. Not allowed to be part of a Moshe place. Moshe Leitz and also. What's the end of the Posek? In Besorah Hashem Chavzo. So Rosh Yeg and Yom Vulayla. Chazal, in times, confronted different societies. It was a society in Rome, society in Bovel, society in Egypt, also different societies. And each created their own asylum. Roman society will begin next next week. We'll go inside through the Sigyan of Vodazara. Roman society was built around a brand new concept coming out of the Greeks. The Greeks introduced into this world the idea of theater, idea of entertainment. Entertainment as a value. It's a Greek concept. So it was the Greek theater. There were the, in Rome had the Roman circus with the bullfights and all sorts of different types of one was entertainment. One was entertainment on one level of culture. Rome came down, and what did they have? They would have they would have a wild bull, and they have a man, and they're trying to defend himself against the wild bull. And he could defend himself. He didn't defend himself. Or you had wild animals attacking each other. All sorts of very entertainment built around violence. Today there's also a lot of entertainment built around violence. It's entertainment built around taiva. It's entertainment built around violence. And it's entertainment built around culture. And Chazal, the Gemara of Zara, discuss going to the theater that's entertainment built either at that point it wasn't built around time as much as it is today it's entertainment built around culture or entertainment built around why talk about the theater and the circus and describe it as a motion of lights 
And they and we have what well, now I just begin that. What I want to do next week, should continue to give me as I get my kolach back. Okay, Let's go through that Gemara because again, certain things are very essential to understanding how we react to the cultures that we live in. What role does entertainment play in people's life? What role does sports play in people's lives? You know. Uh, I tell people I'm not oblivious. I grew up as a regular American kid. Probably crazier about sports than most people were. You know, at one point in life I had to wake up and say so. <laughs> and therefore what? You know, three years ago, I called in a certain young man here. Why? He'd gone to a bar downtown Yerushalayim because that's the only place he could figure he could see the World Cup. There's a young man from the UK who began to the World Cup. Similarly, it could be the World Series, the Super Bowl, etc. <laughs> and he explained to me, but you don't understand what it means. I said, of course I understand what it means. <laughs> I understand very well what it means. But we'll just we'll go through in infinite detail the Gemara Vodos are about Moshe Leitzin. All different types of entertainment. Where it fits into Yiddish guy, where it doesn't finish guy, where it's neutral, where it's negative, where it's positive, and all of the above. Okay. We're now learning with self to show us. So uh, we can uh, we shall now Learn Achila Achshriya Bechal Achila. What? If if all the shir the shirim begin at eleven, so at eleven o five we'll begin in the basement.